0: All right, guys, welcome back. Dropping the Needle episode 11/12. Motherfuckers, um, <laughs> me and Adam decided that, um, we're, we're, we've been trying to talk about when we're going to do Radiohead as a as a thing, and it just so happens that we're said Radiohead's first, like, what did we say, Adam? five albums are it's one thing, so we've decided that we're going to do. The Kid Amnesia two-parter. We're gonna split it at some point, and then you know keep going, whatever. And then you can check it out in June. But for May 2022, this is part one of the Kid Amnesia episode of Dropping the Needle. So, Adam, do you have any initial thoughts? Because because we're gonna talk about like uh, Radiohead's Radiohead from Pablo Honey to all the way up until in rainbows in this particular uh span of two episodes. Do you have any any uh thoughts right now?
1: I mean, yeah, but it's like, I mean it's like where do you start? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the progress I mean like the real the biggest thing about Radiohead is the is the progression and how they've always each, you know, if you think about it decades now, have like Re, not necessarily reinvented themselves but progressed like you know to a yeah. point where you could i guess you could call it almost a reinventing of themselves but they just progress with like what's you know happening and like kind of like on the forefront of what's happening mm-hmm. you know time work's always been good at like trying to find new styles of music to be inspired by mm-hmm. and <laughs> then you know johnny greenwood yeah, like his career's taken off like in you know doing scores for movies and films you know
0: so yeah, it's been interesting to watch too. Do you all right? Um, before I get asking my next question, girl. Here's my next question. What, what are you sipping on, my dude?
1: Oh, that Juicer that classic
0: oh. always. Oh, Ooh, that Ooh. Uh, who makes that Juicer? Let, let's let's remind the, the crowd. Gnarly barley. That gnarly barley. Yes. Go go let's ahead. Let's talk about go that down. artwork. Oh, look at that little 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 guy. Little lickety. Little Liggety split on there. I'll so, help. um, oh shit, that's nice. So, um, I don't know if you saw, but I got this big boy. for <laughs> your yes. no. This is no. a tenfold, <laughs> tenfold brewing. Oh, nice. Yeah, tenfold brewing. Howling winds Scottish ale. It's a five point six. Yeah, five point six, and as you can see, this is a crowler Um, and I plan on drinking this whole crowler during this episode (laughs) or these episodes. So uh, this was, so a few weekends ago, uh, girl Brittany Fernandez and the good homie Kenny from uh, anyone could die. And me and Meg went to dinner at Tenfold. Tenfold has a bunch of good food, uh, it's a local Nashville brewery, located located in like uh, I don't know northeast, I guess you could call it uh, Nashville. This shit is. I know you can't see it. I'm not gonna tilt it because it'll spill. But like you know when oh. you crack something and it's like it's on the edge of the can. Ooh, That's nice. what this is right now. It's it's full as fuck. <laughs> so um yeah we went and had a dinner and they had, they make like good pizzas and good apps and shit and um. Nice. And they they have their brewery on site, so I have liked them. Oh, oh, almost fucked up. <laughs> um, I've liked them for a while, and oh, oh shit! The
1: poor, oh no, yeah. course seemed heavy, bro.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Oh my god. Damn,
1: that's dark <laughs> and mostly foam.
0: <laughs> god damn it! I'm fucking up. <laughs> uh. For all you video watchers, I just fucked up pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's a Scottish L 5.6. It's nice. Um, I had it when I was there, and I was like, huh, I get where it needs to go. But yeah, that shit thats darkness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so I got this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can see. May not be able to see. You might be able to, when you can start to But this artist engraved big ass mug you got this as a present so you know shout out to the in-laws for this joint uh pretty cool present nice um anyways my initial thoughts on uh radiohead so radiohead i feel like i got into in high school but like most people probably do if they're going to get into them or if they're going to hate them it's usually that time when that starts um so, I think my initial thoughts on Radiohead were, were definitely from, you know, hearing Creep on the radio. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a good, cool song. Probably didn't know who it was at the time. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you hear that for a long time and you're like, okay, cool. Eventually, someone in high school is like, hey, you should listen to this album. And it's definitely not Pablo Honey, what they give you usually something else and yeah (laughs) uh this time i guess i was probably skating a lot so a lot of people a lot of this shit was used in like random edits that you'd see people rocking a lot of people fucking hated radiohead um i'm pretty sure i can't remember which song it was but uh jason dill of you know i guess Uh, plenty people know Jason Dilla's, but he runs a skateboard company called Fucking Awesome now, and uh, he used a Radiohead song in one of his video parts back in the day, and it was a big deal because people were like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. And um, that was pretty cool. I think that kind of sparked people listening to Radiohead in the skateboard community, but uh, at the same time, I got into a whole bunch of, like, british shit at this time so it kind of just fell into my lap and then when you were listening to them pretty on like pretty heavy rotation then i was like all right like what the fuck is this you know i should i should check this out and uh ended up it was uh yeah it was it was basically you being like hey we're gonna we should go to bonnaroo and see radiohead i was like i
1: okay, never really cool. was i mean i was i liked radiohead at that point but i wasn't i don't think i really like wanted to go to bonnaroo for radiohead i think it's like it was no. more so i just wanted to go to bonnaroo because of yeah. all the other
0: things yeah and stuff. but it's too, uh, so 2006 i remember your heavy rotation 2006 was a lot of my morning jacket yeah um, heavy on the my morning jack the thing is not- it's
1: like seeing see that's what i was gonna say though like seeing seeing radiohead is what i was like damn this band is like i've been sleeping on this band yeah because <laughs> like i was kind of like not that the biggest fan either and i was like you know especially like when you like you said like when it was like a oh, creep and it was like okay you know and especially creep a like creep is one of those songs that's like you can definitely tell they released that to fit in with all the other bands like oasis and the Verve, and you know yeah
0: like, definitely exactly. that style. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. It's like that was that was one of those songs. Like you know, they didn't play it a lot for. They didn't even play it when we saw them. But like, yeah, it was one of those songs that like they put on the on the album so they could get on the radio because at that time, yeah. you need to be on the radio to yeah yeah money
1: breakout hit yeah
0: yeah. So um, yeah. So I guess that early two thousands was probably when I was getting into it. And then, uh, yeah, our drive to Bonnaroo kind of made me a fan, I think, after seeing that show. But we're going to talk about Bonnaroo in part two of this episode. So, uh, fast bang. I don't know. Wait a month if you want to hear that shit. So, anyways, um, we're going to talk about Pablo Honey, The Benz, and then OK Computer, Kid A, Amnesiac, Hail to the Thief, and then End It, Within Rainbows, Bonnaroo, and then What Is Now? kid amnesia so i don't know like pablo honey comes out in 96 i want to say 93 wow fuck me in the uk um yeah 93 that's insane uh 90 yeah it's triple platinum in 2013 in the u.s so that's fucking crazy um or certified platinum in 95 my bad. um that's insane. But anyways, yeah, it comes out in 93. That's in like still in the, in the middle of grunge kind of. Like yeah. grunge is like winding down. <coughs> I remember like people like Guns and Roses are still around like doing hot business at this time. Um so it's like this shit comes out this like British band, you know, they put out fucking Creep as their single. And it blows up, you know. Creep is like this huge thing. People have covered it all over the place. There's like weird covers. Fucking Bet covered it when we saw saw yeah. him. Um, yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird song. And it's also it's kind of sketchy. Kind of sketchy. I was gonna say creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, creepy and catchy, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. There's that. I don't know. Do you have any... I've got to say, Pablo Honey, out of all their albums, literally all of them, is my least listened to one.
1: Yeah, I would say that
0: for sure. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really have too many thoughts on it because I don't know these songs like I know the other ones that we're going to talk about. Yeah. I mean, but do you have any thoughts on it or any like anything that has like, you know, you've heard or seen that's like, uh, oh, man, like this is Pablo Honey's the fucking shit. And like, there are people like Pablo Honey. Yeah, I mean, but, like, like, well, that's what I that was
1: going to say. Like, I feel like, yeah, the, the, how it goes is that if you're a fan of this album, it's like you're probably older, you know what I mean? You're probably like in your 50s, mm. you know what I mean? Like you're an older Red right, True head fan, whereas like you know, somebody that's, you know, even younger than us, like let will say 25 as a Radiohead fan is going to be more of a fan of like, okay, computer. And, you know, and even, I would say even, you know, the more recent, the "A Moonshaped pool, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, so in 96, Johnny Greenwood said that he'd give this album a seven out of 10, not bad for an <laughs> album recorded in just two and a half weeks. Oh, damn that's pretty impressive yeah but at the same time that's kind of funny that he wouldn't even give it a 10 like fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. johnny green was, like well on. that's well well yeah i mean
1: i guess if you ask now especially after if you look at it, like his career and all this stuff that he's done you know I mean, yeah over the decades especially in, like i said now they doing getting into you know scoring you know films and ultimately like you know that's like composer status you know yeah yeah it's like i'm sure he probably thinks more highly of his talent than you know (laughs) what he fucking did in 93
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's um it's kind of this is there's there's a reissue of this too just so we can talk about it for a second um august 31st 2009 emi reissued Pablo honey in a collector's edition with the drill ep tracks and b-sides and alternative takes they had, uh, Radiohead had a no input on it, on the reissue, and did not remaster it themselves. So, it's kind of interesting. Um, in February 2013, Parlophone, who does that, was uh, bought by Warner Music Group. <clears throat> and April 2016, result of an agreement with Table, True Grape, Impala, Warner transferred Radiohead's back catalog to XL Recordings, the Collector's Editions, Radio albums. Issued without Radiohead's approval were removed from streaming services. So you can't even even see. see you even can't even. This is the funny thing about Radiohead to me. It's like they have all these weird like songs they'll play on tour or like only live and shit. And like sometimes, and we're gonna talk about these later on, but they were all like released at some point, you know. But they're they're in these yeah. weird obscure like collections and shit. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Last thing about them is that they're always, I feel like they're always creating music, even you know when they say they're not. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and when oh. they do go record an album, there is a lot of like stuff that doesn't make the album because they're, you know, what I mean.
0: Yeah, it says uh, finishing that out. May 2016, XL reissued Radiohead's back catalog on vinyl, including Pablo Honey. So, um, my closing thoughts on this are. on pablo honey in general because we're gonna go quick through these albums um i like that they're playing creep again live i think it's cool uh yeah yeah i think they you know if you have like this this song you know like that people love and people you really want you to fucking play it and like people you know, even when we saw them, like the people were just yelling, "Play creep," whoa, whoa. <laughs> and it's like, "Shut the fuck up!" They're not gonna play it. <sighs> also, Beck's version that day was probably better anyway. But it's one of those things, like just give into it, and it's like, it's like if you were going to see, you know, Coldplay and they didn't play "Clocks," you'd be pissed. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the song you're gonna, you want to hear. You know, or any other huge band and their hit. You know. Um, but anyways <clears throat> Any closing thoughts on Pablo Honey? Not really Alright Fuck it then Moving on <laughs> to the Bends, Album 2 um, This is all leading up To a crescendo of of uh, Something <laughs> so, so two years later uh, March 95 Radiohead, Radiohead releases The Bends. <clears throat> Which I gotta say is an album I've listened to more, um, more recently, like uh, and like more. I say like more times recently than I did when I was into into this, like into radio at hardcore. <laughs> it's like you're frozen, Adam. I think Adam's frozen, so uh, he can <clears throat> chime back in when he's ready, but <clears throat> basically, my thoughts on on uh, The Bends are, I really like the song The Bends, High and Drive, Fake Plastic Trees, "My I Iron Lungs Good, uh, and Street Spirit Fade Out is incredible, and, oh, Adam's left Adam has left <laughs> <this> fucking episode <laughs> uh, Maybe his uh, maybe his internet went out or something. So I am going to pause this recording. No, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. I don't even care. Oh, Adam's calling. Hey, what's up? I don't know. Can you can you uh, can you sign back into the uh, the show? <laughs> All right, cool. That's weird. Okay. You know, I'm still recording. I'm just talking to myself now. (laughs) All right, bye. So anyways, I mean, we'll talk more about it in a second, but I'm going to pour it. While we're waiting for Adam, I'm going to pour the rest of the beer. Um, Like I said, Big shout out to Tenfold Brewing Company. I like their beer. They're really close to me. So I appreciate a brewery being close to my house. Very cool. There he is. Hey, can you hear me? I can. I can. I was just pouring the rest of this beer. <laughs> It's as big as my fucking head.
1: I don't know what happened. Hmm. Zoom's messing up, dude.
0: This whole episode's cursed. Microphone's being weird. I don't know. So, anyways, Adam, I was giving my initial thoughts on the bends. My initial thoughts were to reiterate for you for a second. um, I think the song, this album has great great music um it you know has the bends high and dry fake plastic trees my iron my iron lung street spirit fade out which is one of my favorite radio hit songs yeah um and it's i i think it's you know it's top notch this also went through that same situation we were talking about with reissues with all those like uh, people buying each other so you can find it on vinyl in 2016, go for it. But I don't know. You got any thoughts on the on uh the bends?
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, the song, the bends itself, self-titled song, is pretty pretty awesome. I would say that's one of my top Radiohead songs for sure.
0: Okay.
1: And fast, but uh, fake plastic trees. Yeah. I mean, out of like I would say out of the 90 air era, era of Radiohead, the 90s era of Radiohead, that the, the bends is the better album for sure
0: okay okay <clears throat> because okay yeah the 90s because and it
1: set them up too for like what was to come like you know decades later i feel like
0: yeah i mean well you know our uh the ones that we're going to talk about a lot okay computer and kid a they're both well kid a was released, released in 2000 okay computer was 97 yeah would you put the bends over okay computer or where are, you, where are you falling on oh, that, man. I don't think?
1: I don't, I mean, it's, like, hard to say, like, let me see, like.
0: Because, like, uh, okay, computer, I don't want to get stupid. So. I don't know, it. I
1: think so, dude, I think so.
0: Okay, this is, so the reason we're doing this episode <clears throat> is because this, this is when I feel like the start of what I'm going to call, like, a super album starts for them. Because, like, from the bends all the way into Hail to the Thief, it's kind of one thing. And it's weird. It's, like, it's a very weird thing. And, like, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in a minute. But, like, it, it starts to be the same album for a very long time. And then you get in rainbows eventually. It kind of breaks the cycle. Yeah. But... These four albums that we're about to talk about, or five albums, are kind of. I, I think. I think this is where the band's kind of starts that mythos or whatever. Because like when we are right, so, for people who don't know, um, in the early two thousands, there was a big theory that Radiohead had, had this like kind of giant, uh, collection of songs that they were just like kind of pieced together into albums and then uh in some way if you took different ones and lined them up after each other it would actually be a cohesive long ass album and it was like this big theory for a long time and if you do it if you find the right playlist it actually works and eventually we're going to talk about this with kid amnesia but because that's what they did um it was real after all surprise but um, yeah, it was this this big theory that, and like no one no one would fucking confirm this. But there's was this big theory that they were they had all these songs and they just kept making music, kept making music, and then they just like pick songs and put them on albums to where they thought they might fit. So yeah, I think the bends is where this kind of starts. Like I think it's is the this is a this is the start of this era. I want to say you know yeah. you you think you agree
1: oh for sure definitely yeah do
0: you remember this by the way like people just online talking about like if you put this song next to this
1: yeah i do i mean i do i mean there's been all kinds of theories and that's what's been like interesting about him too is that like the cult following and all the conspiracies and you know all the people with their radio head tattoos (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah <laughs> it's like i mean it's 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 fun to watch but it's like i'm not i mean i'm definitely not into it enough to get tattooed uh, you know but
0: no 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 i'm not gonna get a, a paranoid android tattoo or whatever not gonna do but,
1: it um, but but uh, yeah but it has been interesting that's what i was gonna say is that you know they're experimental and like you know it's like it's kind of like you know I, I don't know how to really explain it but like the, I guess the timeline too, they know that like, you know, oh, we made this song in 97 that can now be relevant today in 2005 or what, you know, whatever it is, or even, you know, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this stuff is kind of timeless. It's not like, you know, it's all like, you know, like I said, like you said, you know, in 95 when all these grunge bands were still around are kind of starting to phase out, like they were like doing something completely different and more electronic and, you know, inspired by different genres of music.
0: Yeah. Uh, you got to keep but, in mind uh, this is still the same. This is around the same time that people like gas punk are getting really big, yeah. And so, like, you're taking influences from a lot of different stuff, house music. Uh, yeah. Nineties raves were a thing. Yeah. Um, so the, all of this is like you know congealing into what eventually is going to be Kid Amnesia, but uh, you know, thirty years later. But um, <clears throat> yeah, moving on. I think. The Benz, I don't have like too much to talk about the bends, um, but because again, it's another album that I didn't listen to too much. Um, yeah. But you can, um, it's it's a it's an album that, I mean, even if you if you just look it up, it's Johnny Greenwood said it's a turning point for Radiohead. So like we were yeah. just saying, it's it's when this super album started um yeah and it was in people's like best years lists and whatever and it in 2015 selway who is part of uh is Philip selway the drummer um said that this is the origin of radiohead's aesthetic so um makes sense yeah it makes sense to me as well uh, and it, it, it's If you listen, so that's why people, I think, we were just talking about Pablo Honey is kind of like this one-off thing that kind of got them on a trajectory, right? And then you get the bends where this is the start of what is going to be the next fifteen years of what this band is. So, moving on, Um, the bends. All right, you want to? What's your? Give your top two songs on this album, real quick.
1: On the bends, yeah. The the bends, okay.
0: <laughs> and then, um, look again, mine is Street Spirit Fade Out and probably the bends. Okay, I think it's the bend. I think the song The Bends is the one that Jason Dill skates to. I can't remember though. Anyway, <clears throat> moving on. Album three, OK Computer. Okay. This one. All right. So kid, this is where we really want. We're going to cut off after this album and then talk about Kid A and then Amnesia, Amnesiac, and then Halo the Thief pretty quick. No, we'll cut off after Kid A and then Amnesiac and Halo the Thief and In Rainbows. We'll talk about in a minute. But anyway, um, this and Kid A were are i'm gonna say are are defining albums for my taste in music i think um uh, that's kind of heavy to say but um i'm gonna say the no that is heavy that's pretty fucked i'm gonna say i'm gonna say that's a, pulse that's a pulse uh that's a hot take bro uh no i'm gonna say this is one of the these are one of those like those two albums are we're in heavy rotation in uh yeah. my my cd player growing like going to work going to school fucking hanging out when we were working together and fast food and other restaurant bullshit um yeah later the latter half of high school into college and today um these are these are top top of the list type of shit for me personally what do you think
1: yeah i mean like i said like Oh no, like I mean these albums are good and it's the defying radiohead, but like on a lot of people it's probably blasphemy for to say this. But like I like the old like the later Radiohead stuff. Like and I know we haven't got into it yet, but like in Rainbows and even a Moonshade Pool. Like I mean that's that's actually hot take. The only final album I have of Radiohead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love love a hot take, motherfucker. Okay. But um, yeah,
1: Moonshape Pool, super underrated. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says.
0: You know, I have warmed up to that album a lot. Um, I did not. I haven't. I haven't really cared for the latter Radiohead stuff in a while. Yeah. And like those those particular ones have kind of like Moonshade um, Pool in particular. King of Limbs still not doesn't hit for me really. But um, King, but
1: I don't know. Like that's what I was gonna get into too. I know we're like this is like gonna go on forever if we get into all the stuff. Other- stuff well it will
0: like, stop it we'll
1: stop it do it but yeah it's like stop. but even that yeah. i like yeah even king limb's i like though that's what i was gonna say that's the later stuff i like is like because he was getting okay. more into like the electronic stuff like doing the even like the stuff that he was like doing you know like live shows with like uh flying lotus and stuff you know like dj sets it's like yeah you yeah know, love that that's cool that show.
0: that's cool um but we'll get we can get into that once we <laughs> talk about in rainbows because that's a that's yeah. the second turning point for radio yeah
1: that's what i was gonna say. that's the starting point for all that i think
0: (laughs) yeah so um and there's a reason there it's kind of interesting um but okay computer um i think this and kid a and we're gonna talk about it individually but i think this and kid a are front to back you can listen to them straight um yeah it's all great um standouts for me personally are exit music for a film and yeah uh probably no surprises and yeah i mean there's obviously there's you know karma police on this which is a hit uh paranoid android i think was a single Uh, yeah it's weird it's a it's um it's a very, I mean, it's a very highly scored, like high score, high, highly reviewed score. High, <laughs> my brain just broke, bro.
1: That's <laughs> <was> like, huh? <laughs>
0: it scored very highly on reviews across the board five stars from uh, fucking Rolling Stone and Pitchfork, 10 out of 10 um which is if you can get a thing that's five out of five on pitch or on rolling stone and then a 10 out of 10 on pitchfork those are two two completely different crowds like yeah so good for them a bunch of other sites this is this is probably their best review like reviewed album i'd say yeah i'd say that too um oh this is funny there's a quote from dj shadow for this um a lot of people have taken OK Computer and said, this is the yardstick. If I can attain something half as good, I'm doing pretty well. But I've never heard anything really derivative of a OK Computer, which is interesting as it shows that what Radiohead were doing was probably even more complicated than it seemed. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Um, after watching um, quite a few live concerts just as background noise um for work or whatever this particular songs off of this album seem hard as shit to play live and they do it you know lots of beats and boots and whatever but i don't know i what what do you think are highlights for you for this or do you have any thoughts on it
1: i mean it's like i said it's it's I mean, it's definitely one of the better albums for, you know, favorite for me, but it's still, you know, but uh, yeah, like you said, excellent music for a film and Karma please I think, are the, the standouts and Paranoid Android. And I don't know. It's like, I don't know if that was a single, but I feel like, yeah, that's, like I said, that's the song that the cult following that had yeah. you know, that made that song stand out.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> this is also um, a point in time when they were very, very big. Okay. So uh in this particular album, when they were going on tour for it, they ended up doing fucking okay. oh, single a paranoid Android was the lead single. Cool. Oh, damn. Um yeah, I said it was this one, right? I don't know. I'm fucking backing up, dude. I don't know. This beer this beer is hitting pretty good. <laughs> but I... <laughs> Uh, oh my god i'm looking oh one sec one sec everyone one sec Uh, 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 tour no it wasn't this it was uh it was okay computer tour okay so so what we were talking about with the ben started this whole or uh, Radiohead aesthetic, right? Okay, computer is, like, the establishing point of that. The, the bends are kind of, like, they kind of, you know, beat around what they're going to do. Okay, computer's yeah. the start. Um They were fucking huge at this point, you know. And they get asked to uh headline Glastonbury. And June 28th, 97. Um... This freaked Tom York out real bad. Okay, he, he freaked the fuck out, um, and they had a bunch of technical problems on stage. Tom almost walked off. He was almost like stressing so hard he left. Um, performance was great though. Cemented Radiohead as a major live act. Um, Rolling Stone decri- described it as an absolute triumph, and in and in two thousand four. <laughs> which i think is a magazine um yeah it was a magazine in the uk called it the greatest concert of all time okay um (laughs) but but anyway statement (laughs) so um this particular show and their fame is leading us into what is kid a um so they take a couple years <clears throat> Remember this is two thousand seven or ninety seven when uh when this is released when uh okay computer's released take a couple of years to make what is kid a right this is October second two thousand it's recorded in ninety nine through april two thousand so it took a few months to do it four months right yeah and i think well i know this i know this is a fact but um so this kind of like this is also a continuation. We're, we're still talking about this this uh, Radiohead aesthetic, right? This is a continuation of what OK Computer is. And we're going to talk about OK Computer, Kid A, and Amnesiac almost as one thing um, in the next few hits of this show. But anyways, <clears throat> when uh, that whole thing went down with Glastonbury, Tom York, and this is very public knowledge, but he he freaked the fuck out when he had to record there and uh well when they were doing that show they recorded it obviously um but he freaked out and like had almost a breakdown and his uh you know really was like having like a holy shit moment we're fucking famous type of situation going on and Mm -hmm. there is a song on this album which i think and has been um said by multiple members of radiohead is their best song ever and which is <clears throat> fuck which is how to disappear completely yeah Back that's four. What i was say um yeah so um that song is about tom and basically um describing how stressed the fuck out he was at Glastonbury and how he just wanted to float away and get the fuck out of there because it was you know scary and stressed out and whatever. But um <clears throat> this is this is the album, dude. Like I don't I don't know what how you feel about it, but this is the one. Like this shit stayed in my seat by a a hard, yeah. hard minute. Um do you have any initial
1: thoughts on it? Um, no, just that, like, yeah, like you said, like, "How to Disappear Completely" is definitely the the better, like, the best song from the album, and that, yeah, like, I think it's a defining album for like, you know, for like, again, for it that, you know, decade of the, you know, two
0: thousands. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> fuck. Um. Kid A, um, Pitchfork and uh, The Times ranked Kid A the greatest album of the 2000s which is pretty interesting yeah. um, 2006, Time Kid A one of the 100 best albums calling it the opposite of easy listening and the weirdest album to ever <laughs> sell a million copies <laughs> but yeah. also a testament to just how complicated pop music can be yeah um, Oh, Rolling Stone, Pitchfork, and The Times ranked it as the greatest album in the 2000s. It's, um, it's man. In 20, 2011, Rolling Stone named Everything in its Right Place the 24th best song in the 2000s, describing it as oddness at its most hummable yeah that's crazy um,
1: this is what i was gonna say too is that you know the fact that it is so weird it gave you know it kind of opened the door for everybody else. all these other bands like especially noise pop and you know, these different bands like indie bands from you know they like mid 2000s to now like you know just to be weird and experiment with different electronic you know instruments
0: yeah absolutely this um oh, fuck i almost threw up all right, great. Um in twenty twenty, this was Rolling Stones uh number twenty, five hundred greatest albums of all time. And <clears throat> there's a bunch of others. they do a hundred bunch of weird rankings, but that one's pretty yeah. notable. Twenty number twenty, that's pretty insane. Uh yeah. been, been re- reissued a bunch of times. That same thing with the twenty sixteen XL reissue. Um uh, there's um other weird versions of this album you can check out. Uh 2017, um there's an okay computer reissue called OK Not Okay. And it was basically '97 in twenty seventeen. Um they released, you know, this whole it's like an early demo type of version type of thing. But this is uh this dude, this album i don't know why but this one has always stayed with me like this one is probably my i don't know i don't want to say it's my favorite but it's like it's really up there as far as radio head albums go for me yeah uh do you do you feel a certain way about it or do you what do you think
1: No, I mean it's like for me, it's like you know, like as being introduced to Radiohead, like that's definitely the the first album you like listen to. But you know, it just felt like it's for me, it's like the stepping stones. It's not necessarily like that my top, you know, album of theirs. Yeah, I think that you know, and especially like only seeing them once, you know, which I know we'll get into later. But like that's definitely submits in rainbows is my favorite album.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, this one, if you haven't gone check this one out, um, go and check it out on um, like we said earlier, how to disappear completely, national anthem, everything in its right place, optimistic, idiotech. Yeah. These are all motion pictures motion picture soundtrack. Yeah. All highlights. Um it's a yeah. great album. I will
1: say I do I do like national anthem though. That is a really good solid track from this
0: Yeah. Also, if you're, you know, collecting vintage skate videos, national anthem, uh, Tony Hawk skated the national anthem in the so, audio video, One Step Beyond in 2003. <laughs> I
1: don't know, supposedly, it was his birthday today, dude. Mm-hmm. saw uh, someone
0: out my boy T Hawk, you know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> all right, so we've established this whole like timeline, right? Yeah, now I think time to say goodbye for part one and we'll come back part two it see you in fucking june yeah. and yeah it's been your boys hope um, you you like this episode uh if you did go ahead and uh, check us out on youtube instagram twitter whatever subscribe to all the places you like um for all the updates that we do <clears throat> and uh yeah check us out in june if you like this episode for part two